With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There will be no death by inches. This is the Broncos Daily Podcast with Brandon Crystal. I want everything. I want all the meatballs and the pasta, you know. Happy Thursday, Broncos country. Hope it's a good one for you. No Thursday night football. That's because we got Tuesday night football. And we're going to have for the uh, second time, I was going to say third week in a row, but that Broncos game got canceled. So for the second time, both involving the Chiefs, an early doubleheader on Monday night. So I guess technically third time of the year because of the Monday night kickoff week. Uh, But unscheduled or unplanned, uh, we will get that. So no Thursday night football. Going to hear from uh, Vic Fangio, Dalton Reisner, Pat Shermer, and Ed Donatel before we get to Big Al. First, though, I want to remind you about Chugwater Chili. Go to ChugwaterChili.com. Use my promo code, ChugwaterBK, for the opportunity to save 25% off all their great products. They're the spice of Western life. You can find them at your local grocers, but go to ChugwaterChili.com. Use promo code ChugwaterBK. Vic Fangio gave us some insight into what's going on with Melvin Gordon, who did return to practice by league rule, uh, he'll likely miss three games, uh, but you'll hear some explanation as to how the Broncos are handling this. So Gordon back at, at work, and it sounds like he's going to have a good chance to play against the Patriots if the Broncos let him. So here's what, what Fangio said about Gordon getting back to work. We did let him practice today. You know, obviously it's a, a matter that is going to be punished um, pretty strongly from the league standpoint. Uh, we're working through from our standpoint, if we are going to do much more than what the league will do, because what the league will do will be pretty substantial because that's something that is uh, negotiated in the CBA. And uh, we'll make a decision as it relates to us, um, you know, by game time. And Fangio won't commit to Drew Locke, but said that he looked good. There's no setback. Physically, he looks fine. So I don't really know what he's waiting for. I would advise maybe you tune in to Colorado's Morning News Friday at 724 when Vic's going to join Marty Lenz and myself. And I will ask him, or Marty will ask him, but likely if Marty doesn't, I certainly will ask him, have you determined who your starting quarterback's going to be? And I assume that he may hem and haw, or maybe he'll just give us a straight-up answer. Uh, but I did ask Dalton Reisner, what does Drew Locke give you when he's in the huddle versus Brett or Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippon, Jeff Driscoll, or, or the other guys. I wasn't trying to slam them, but as Brett said last week, Drew Locke is our starter. Here's what here's what Dalton told me about what Locke gives them. Coach, I, I have two for you about Melvin slash Phillip. With Melvin's punishment, because it's collectively bargained, how do you determine when to to start any games that he would miss? And is it, is it your decision, or does the league say, hey, you, you need to sit him starting this week and then it'll get adjudicated in court on its own. No, How that work? We have nothing to do with that process. The league um, will withhold their uh, actions until the it's been run through the judicial system is the way I understand it. So it's indeterminate when that will happen. And then I guess 
you didn't have Phillip for a few weeks, but I, how, how nice of it is the luxury to have two Pro Bowl backs so that when Melvin's out, you know, fingers crossed Phillip's toes okay, that he can just jump right in. Yeah, it's good. I mean, that's why, it, you know, I didn't think it was way out of line for us to try and have two backs like that start the season. You know, Phillip went down in the first half of the first game and has been out of action since. And now, you know, we have the thing with Melvin. So, you know, I think it's it's always good to have depth at every position, but especially running back. Now, Garrett Bowles wasn't at, at practice, and it looks like it was a personal matter. Vic Fangio said that not only was it excused, he was there for meetings, he just skipped practice. And the one thing that we can say about Garrett Bowles is even when he's been banged up, he still plays. With an elbow issue, he still plays. And so uh, while we won't likely see A.J. Boye this week, that's what Vic did say, uh, Garrett Bowles not being at practice isn't, isn't a huge issue. Also, Noah Fant did a little bit more, so fingers crossed uh, the big tight end will be out there. But as for what Pat Shermer sees in Garrett Bowles, who's played close to a Pro Bowl level, and he's been the highest-rated Broncos offensive lineman in every game so far, according to Pro Football Focus. Pat Shermer obviously doesn't have the same history with Bulls that, that Broncos country does. Here's Pat Shermer on what he sees in number 72. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly haven't seen what what uh, everybody else saw uh, prior to me getting here. I mean, I've, I've been pleased with what he's done. You know, he's, he's tough, he's durable, uh, he knows what he's doing, and he's been very effective here in the first quarter of the season. You know, and I think watching him train – um, you know, I think he's encouraged to, can, to keep that going, you know, and I think that's 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 a really good thing. So, um, you know, I'm pleased about that. So I certainly don't have uh, the view of him that the, the people that are here do. But, hey, guys are guys are allowed to change. Guys are allowed to improve and guys are allowed to produce at a higher level than they did in the past. And I think he's done all those things with regard to Munch. You know, I think uh, they have a really good relationship. Um, you know, I think we as coaches and players sort of inspire each other. Um, I think we as coaches do this because we like the, um, the youthful excitement of these players and then being able to help them, uh, you know, execute. And, you know, I see that sort of uh, with the relationship with Munch, Munch and Garrett. And what about the guy who plays next to him? It seems like every week when we talk to Dalton Reisner, we ask him about Garrett Bowles. And every week he has some good perspective as well as some nice words. And, and here he is understanding where Broncos country is coming from. Cause up until last year, I'm sure for two years, Dalton was maybe yelling at the screen when you heard holding number 72 offense. Yeah. You know, tough off season, I'd say a tough three years. Um, you know, I think that he's been, uh, he's been through it the last three years. You know, I think he's got a lot of criticism, a lot of people that haven't believed in him since I showed up last year, you know, I realized that there were some holding calls and, and that, can, that can anger people. And he's a first-round pick, so a lot is to be expected. Um, but I knew he was a great football player. I knew he was going to be coming out. And this year, um, he showed that. You know, he's cleaned up a lot of things. He's really honed in on what Mike Munchak wants him to do. Um, and there isn't one, more, one guy on the team I want to see more, succeed more than Garrett Bowles. He's been through it. No one's – very little people have supported him or believed in him when things were tough. And I hate to say it, but Garrett's showing everybody um, what he's made of. And, you know, he's, he's showing everybody, you know, that's why you shouldn't talk bad about him. I'm 100% all Garrett Bowles, man. You know, this year he's, he's had a great four games. We just got to play 12, 12 more good ones. And finally, Ed Donatel's thoughts on Cam Newton. I asked him about Cam Newton, so did Troy Rank. I'm going to combine those into one answer uh, because Cam really is unique. We didn't spend a lot of time talking about him last week because we just weren't sure whether he would play, but – I guess 75 or 76 rushing touchdowns now, if I'm not mistaken, the most rushing touchdowns by any quarterback in NFL history. And 
barring uh, a major physical setback, he'll be well over 100. Uh, and so the Broncos certainly had no problem with him in Super Bowl 50. That doesn't mean that'll be the case this Sunday in New England. Yeah, I, you know, the guy has such great size and strength. Uh, and he, he, he's like a running back, a big running back when he gets into your, your – uh, in your defense, and then he has, you know, he has a really strong arm, you know, and he can improvise. There's just a lot of ways he can hurt you. Um, it's a, kind of a credit, you know, to the Patriots. You know, they know how to use people, and when they get a certain skill set in there, they maximize it, and that's that's another challenge for us. So, we've we've played big people before, not quarterbacks like this, but I, you just got to use the same fundamentals. We're not going to really change anything, but you got to know he can shrug you off. And he can run through you if you don't have your pads low. So you just got to know what you're hitting. All right, let's jump into my chat with Big Al. We talked to him last night uh, after his show. And so uh, always love talking football with the big man. Uh, you can catch him every weekday, 3 to 6, on Big Al and JoJo on KOA, as well as on Broncos game day on Sunday mornings. And you can follow him on Twitter, now that he knows his Twitter password again, at Big Al Radio. So without further ado, here is my almost weekly chat with Alfred Williams. Big Al, before we get into kind of what's going on with the Broncos on the field, I think we got to start with the biggest story of the day was what happened off the field. And I remember you telling me stories about when you played, uh, and I think you actually told this one on air the other day, about how the Niners had some coin that you could give any cab driver in San Francisco or in the Bay Area, and they would take you either home or to the facility or wherever you wanted to go, and then they would... I guess, would they settle up with the Niners at some point? Uh, how exactly did that work? But it's crazy to me that in 2020, now that we're past Uber and Lyft being closed down because of the pandemic, that people are still people with means are still getting arrested for DUI. Well, I think that um, uh, first about the 49ers uh, and their coin system, what ended up happening with those guys is that uh, if you were out and about on town and you presented the cab drivers with the coin, then they would take your name and get you home from anywhere. And then the 49ers would just simply payroll deduct you. So, you know, if you didn't have cash on you or you just, you know, maybe a teammate felt like it was time for you to get home, then you would just simply get put in a cab, sent home. And they would just take it from your salary. It's a much better uh, proposition than trying to challenge, um, you know, the road and and you know face a DUI uh, rather than just you know call a cabbie and just let them get you home. And uh, you know, as far as the the next question was, what again? Well, just that. It's crazy to me. I mean, that was in the mid-90s when you were playing for the Niners, and I think the Broncos might have even had some system, too, where they had some sort of house account or something with some of the cab companies. I might be misremembering the story, and I don't know exactly when it when it happened. Uh, but the, in 2020, someone who's making $8 million a year gets a DUI when there are still cab companies here as well as Ubers and Lyfts. Right. And, I, and I understand, and I guess we'll find out when when we see what his blood alcohol content is. Speeding is one thing, but it turns out that he had an extra glass of wine. Look, I'm not I'm not uh, condoning it, but that's different than if you, you know, if his blood alcohol level was a point two or something like that. It's still a, a, a bit of a head scratcher, though, that we see ex-famous athlete, ex-famous person arrested for DUI. Well, BK, uh, just, just to put this in perspective, 
at $8 million, Melvin Gordon makes $470,000, okay, uh, per week in the NFL over a 17-game schedule. So if we just rounded it up to – just rounded it down to four, 470 uh, times the three weeks that he's going to miss at a bare minimum, we're looking at $1.41 million for – uh, a DUI. Now, in nobody's calculation, does that come out <laughs> okay? You know, I'm just trying to be as honest as I can be. Uh, even if you had a car service for the entire year, what are we looking at? No, no nothing greater grand? than two, nothing <laughs> greater grand? than two hundred thousand, right? <laughs> nothing greater than two hundred thousand. So, uh, you just have to, you know, you just have to. You just have to protect yourself and protect your, your good name. You know, I had a coach who was um, my college coach, Bob Simmons, who used to tell me, uh, no matter what, protect your good name. You don't want to ruin your good name. And so that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the way that I have approached everything um, while I've been here. And, you know, really, you know, since, since I was young, since I was 18 years old, so I've been trying to protect my name and good standing in the community for a long time. Yeah, it's tricky, too, because with Melvin Gordon, and we'll move on to what's going on on the field and, and Drew Locke getting back and now Philip Lindsay's role increasing. But uh, when, with Melvin Gordon last week, he said, even though he had come off that big game with the with the win over the Jets, that he feels like he still has more to prove to Broncos country. And not that anyone in Broncos country is holding his feet to the fire. He's not getting tweets about uh, needing more help with a fantasy team because he's found the end zone and he had a big game against the Jets. So three out of five games, I think he's helped fantasy teams. But uh, or three out of four games rather. But the the point is, he was saying he knows he still has more to prove. They still look at him like a um, a charger. And 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 now you throw this out there. So whatever good name he may or may not have had is certainly sullied to some to some degree you know thankfully he wasn't hurt no one else was hurt it, it, it obviously can can end much worse in a situation like this but now on top of him wanting to prove that he's worth eight million when you've already got one pro bowl running back who's homegrown that you're having to split carries with in, in theory he has to improve you know mend his reputation and that may take a lot longer yeah, once again, while it's taking longer, it's costing them $470,000 uh, per week for three weeks while he uh, tries to uh, get his life back in order. And, and once again, it, it's a hard pill to swallow, but um, you know, I think it's, a, it's, it's an opportunity for him to learn um, what's important for him and for his family and to act accordingly. Now, it, it probably won't. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It won't happen this year. Probably won't happen next year. But in, I can guarantee you in 10 years from now when he's sitting back and talking about his great career, he's going to think about that, you know, what was that, $1.4 million or one point. 1.3 million dollars that he lost 
over, you know, a DUI, $1.41 million over a DUI. Yeah, and so he also puts his team in a tough spot, and you appreciate Vic Fangio having his back and and Drew Locke saying, hey, you know, he's like a little brother I w- that did something like this. I'd take him out for ice cream. I think he was obviously being a, a little cheeky there, but they are going to be without him now for, for a few weeks. But uh, on the other side of that, because of this weird schedule uh, change, Drew Locke is very likely, and, and I don't know why he won't start, and I don't know why Vic is is trying to out Belichick Belichick with, with the secrecy. But you get Drew Locke back this week. So even though there's more players coming back, and we can talk about a couple of them, having Drew Locke back has to be a shot in the arm for this team, especially when it's going to look at 17 days since they played their last game. Yeah, we want it to be. We all want it to be a shot in the arm. Uh, I think we are we're hoping for the very best scenario when it comes to Drew Locke, the one thing that we don't want to enter is in a, uh, a gray area where the where we're trying to figure out is this the right guy or not for the franchise. So absolutely, everybody wants him to go out and play well, and if he can't play well, just wait until he can, because uh, we've gone through this quarterback carousel for far too long for it to continue. Well, and sticking with with that idea. Is it too early to look at this the way we looked at it last spring where you just want to see Drew play well, and that's what we saw. In five games, he went 4-1 and one and, and looked the part. Does this team still feel like they're competing for a playoff spot despite all of the injuries, especially to three of likely their top players, if not the very top three, three of the top five? Uh, I would say it does not look like a playoff team because the teams that are in our division look better than we do. And one, one sure way to get into the playoffs is to win your division. Uh, and right now the Kansas city chiefs are sitting at four and one, the Raiders who just embarrassed the Kansas city chiefs are sitting at three and two. And we have a young team with the uh, Los Angeles chargers uh, that look really good. And, and, and quite honestly, they probably should be at a bare minimum two and three or three and two, uh, but they only have one win. And their young quarterback, Justin Herbert, we're not ever going to question whether or not he's the right guy <laughs> for the job because he looks like the guy that's built for that job. So uh, congratulations to a good friend of mine, Anthony Land, who did play for the Denver Broncos uh, for for finding his talented young quarterback and actually sticking with him. Yeah, I immediately was thinking back to the Friday after the draft and leading up to the draft when you were back in on the quarterbacks and and we were all saying, hey, don't worry about it. The Broncos have Drew Locke. Yes, Justin Herbert looks really good. And and you were were high on Drew Locke going into the draft and then following the draft. And then anybody that was watching Hard Knocks this summer were like, you know, because that was all we really got to see of preseason action was those behind-the-scenes shots from – from the HBO Films crew and the NFL Films crew on HBO. And I was like, yep, he does look the part. Why are they going to waste time with Tyrod Taylor? Just let this kid go play. And then, you know, it took a medical uh, malfunction, I guess, is, and maybe that's not the best word, but a medical issue on the sideline or pregame. And Justin Herbert is never going to look back. It keeps happening to Tyrod Taylor. He had to know that that was in the works, potentially, when you take a guy first in Cleveland, now six in L.A. But you're, you're right with this division. We know what the Chiefs are. We're starting to see what the Raiders are. And the Chargers, while they may be as banged up as the Broncos in a lot of spots, 
they seem to have their guy in the young quarterback. And, and so winning this division is its own challenge, let alone figuring out how to secure one of those now three wild card spots. Yeah, and uh, it, it's, you know, the NFL has done a good job of scheduling those all-important games at the end of the year for these uh, interdivision races. So we probably won't get a real taste of who all these teams are for another couple of three weeks. But when we get our dose, it's going to be a heavy four dose of AFC West challengers. Uh, and, and that's something that you got to look forward to. You always want to know where you measure against your opponent. And I know you really don't want to measure. You want to win. But BK, in this environment, you have to know what winning is by putting in the work every single day. And it just feels like this team hasn't had its full array of players to know whether or not they're a playoff team because they, uh, you know, you start off with Von Miller and you go to Cortland Sutton, you lose Philip Lindsay for an extended period of time. You have Juwan James uh, who just uh, opted out. Uh, you have Elijah Wilkinson who, the, so the starter is out, the backup gets hurt. Uh, it's just, it's just, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it feels like, this team is a hodgepodge of ideas uh, that are forced to play with each other outside of the starters that were intended to play. And and once again, you know, when you lose a guy like Cortland Sutton, you lose a guy like Von Miller, it's almost impossible to replace those two types of ple- two two types of athletes and two types of leaders uh, on the same team. Well, and you left off Jarrell Casey and AJ Boye has only played a half of football. He's got a Pro Bowl visit from a couple of years ago and, and certainly looked good all through camp and looked good until he got hurt right before halftime against the Titans. It happened almost right in front of me when I was down there on the, working as a sideline reporter in the first row and he got hurt right about midfield and then walked straight past me into the locker room and we haven't seen him since. Now we have seen him out there, but, uh, and, and before I ask you about what he can bring to this team, you, you, you're right. I mean, I guess we kind of have the same conversation in different forms week, week over week. Last year or last week, because it was coming off the Jets win and with the COVID diagnoses of both Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore, you thought you may be able to catch an undermanned Patriots team. But now we hear that both Cam and Gilmore are going to be back at practice Thursday. And, and so they'll be ready to go. And this Broncos team is, it just feels like they're stuck in the mud. When you take all these pro bowlers off the roster early in the year, not that teams can't finish strong and go on runs, but they're not getting those guys back either. You know, sometimes you'll get guys back or you'll get healthy. Yes, Von Miller may be healthy late in the year, but you're not getting Cortland back. Doesn't seem like you're getting Casey back either. So I guess getting Boye back to go with Drew Locke and, and maybe Noah Fant this week if his ankle's okay, can that be enough to go into New England and, and win a game against that team and that coach? We're going to take our strength, which is our offensive line and defensive line, and go and see where it ranks amongst one of the best units on both sides on offensive and defensive line play. So I know we talk about the skill positions a lot, but Cam Newton is playing in this game. They're going to want to run about 80% of the time when, uh, when the, uh, uh, when the new England Patriots have the football, when we have the football, then I think we want to mix it up and we don't want to go, you know, 80% of the plays or runs. I think we want to be in a more balanced 65, uh, 65% uh, run, 35% pass, 
uh, with our young quarterback. And at some point after the quarterback gets better, it becomes a 65% pass, 35% run. So um, it's great to talk about those, those, those great skill positions and how they can really help. But this week, you know, you just need to pull your, you know, your big boy pants up and get ready to go out and t- face a team who um, remind me of the old school uh, Patriots when they won that first championship with clock killing Corey Dillon and uh, the, the, the heavily dependent Pittsburgh Steelers on Jerome Bettis early in, in, um, in Ben Roethlisberger's career. So it's, 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 it's a game where you can try and equate uh, some of the success to um, the skill positions that we're missing. But in the end, BK, besides Darrell Casey, you know, what, what, we're not missing much there. So the team that we wanted to be on the front of our defense minus Von Miller as a pass rusher. But if you put an equally balanced pass, uh, I mean, a, a run defender in the game, we're not missing much there. We're missing it on third down when they want to throw the football. But on first down, Vaughn makes some incredible plays. But we got to be able to stop the run. And when you have one guy out of your seven missing, then six should do a good job. The seventh should be a positive player. Uh, meaning that he won't hurt you. Maybe he won't help you, but he won't hurt you. And that may be the case for us. But on the offensive side, we have a tackle that's down. So we have four out of five that are available to play for us. And that should signal to us who we are as an offensive line. At this stage in the game, nobody's healthy in the NFL. There's some teams that are doing a better job at, at playing guys. But, you know, we've played five games, some of these teams have, and a quarter through the season, everybody's dealing with the same thing. We just got to be able to run the ball against their front and stop them uh, when we're talking about the Patriots to have a chance to really win this game and to understand who we are as a team. No excuses. Well, and then the, the couple things that you brought up there, and, and I'll let you run here in just a sec, but DeMar Dotson may be an upgrade. I know we talked about it as Elijah Wilkinson was kind of struggling and you realize some of the O-line struggles were on the, them. They earned it. Some of it might have been on Jeff Driscoll. He was sacked 12 times. Brett Ribbon wasn't sacked at all, and I get the Jets certainly aren't the Bucks or the Steelers, but DeMar Dotson, there's a reason that guy's got 100 starts in the NFL, and on the other side, you add a Timmy Jernigan, he might be able to help mitigate the loss of Jarrell Casey some, and you want to see the other young guys and Deshaun Williams, who's just excited to have a chance, and I think showed that against the Jets, and McTelvin Aguim as well. And then the two linebackers, we saw Josie Jewell have his best game. We know he can that his strength is against the run, and Alexander Johnson is as good an inside linebacker maybe as there is in the AFC. So uh, it, it becomes a, a fun chess match, Vic Fangio against Josh McDaniels and how they're going to try to stop Cam Newton. But I like the Broncos' chances in the trenches on both sides of the ball this week. Um, well, I mean, that's why you play the games. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, man, the Patriots look, they look great yeah. running the football. The yeah. Patriots look great running the football. And then we've seen Cam put up huge numbers against the uh, Seahawks. So Some of that might have been on the Seahawks secondary, where the Broncos with the safeties and if Boye's back and Callahan should be a little better because Jamal Adams, well, I, mean, I think, had hurt in that game. But 
Well, or was already don't gone. Forget, don't forget that the Broncos possess the highest tandem at safety as far as salary goes. Yeah. We, we should be good there. Right. I mean, we pay the most money of any team in the NFL at the safety position. So we should be be good there. And we're, uh, what are we, number one on the defensive side of the football? Yeah. Uh, as far as money is spent on one side of the football. So our defense is supposed to be good. So I, I'm not going to be surprised if we're good against the run. I'm, I'm, I'd be more surprised if we weren't. I'd be, be really elated, though, if we were good running the football against them because that is a sign of maturity and toughness. And it's not been something we've seen here in the last year or so. Yeah, and when you run the football well, you're able to not only control the clock, control you can control the game, and it opens up your passing game, your play-action passing game. Um, I had one more for you, and now I'm drawing a blank on it. So I guess that's how we'll have to end it because it was, <laughs> it, it was something. It was something that you had said the other day on air, or something. It was, and it wasn't that it was silly, but it wasn't Broncos related. It was. I think more big big picture, but um, unless I can think of it in the next few seconds, I guess I'll just say thanks for <laughs> thanks for the time, and uh, I'll track you down here again uh, real soon. But I really appreciate it. Yeah, I am looking forward to uh, watching this game, and good luck to you and the family as uh, you guys have uh, uh, welcome a new baby girl, Scarlet, into this world. And I'll talk to you soon, my friend. <laughs> Really appreciate the kind words from Big Fella. You know, he's a godfather to my two-year-old, and so uh, it's heartfelt, I know, when he sends well wishes to me, my wife, uh, the family, and and now our new baby girl, Scarlett Rose, who's doing great. Uh, My wife's doing great, still uh, recovering because having a baby and having a C-section is not easy, Um, but uh, everything's going awesome. So uh, I appreciate listening. Kevin Harlan scheduled to join us on a football Friday. So uh, hopefully you are ready for that. Uh, We will catch you tomorrow, though, and I appreciate you listening. Uh, So we'll see you next time on the Broncos Daily Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.